Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. All right. Hello and welcome to episode 57 today of the Making Meaningful Income podcast. So on the last episode, I talked a little bit about not being sure if I'm going to continue this podcast, and I actually think I'm not going to continue it, but I'm going to at least for this week. I might do a couple more weeks. I'm not sure. And I'm so sorry, you guys. I love you so much. But this podcast has become an amazing foundation for the work that I do in general coaching. And I can refer people back to episodes forever. It'll be, I'm not getting erased. It'll still be here. So it's really good. Um, one of my clients, she's amazing. She's like, I can't believe you give away all this stuff for free. So like, if you guys don't know this podcast, you're just listening and this is one of the episodes you just stumble upon, like go and check out some episodes. I have some really, really, really good content in here. The reason why I'm going to stop it is because I am going to niche down into quit vaping. So for anyone who doesn't know, I just went and spent the last couple of days in Dallas, Texas with the Life Coach School Mastermind. So I certified through the Life Coach School in 2022. So early last, I think, no, I certified, yeah, in October of last year. So 2022, October is when I got my certification. And I spent six months getting to know a bunch of people online and doing my certification. And since then, I've been coached and in the community. And it was the first event where I've ever actually met a life life coach. <laughs> like I've never met a life coach before. So I was surrounded by them. And this event had, I think, I don't know how many people, I'm really bad at guessing how many people, like four or five to seven to 900 people. That's what my guess is. But we were all in this convention center. We were all staying around the same place in this hotel. And I met so many people. And I want to tell you about some of the things I learned being surrounded by life coaches. So when I first got there, I thought that it was going to be like a little bit pretentious. I'm not going to lie. Brooke Castillo has an audience of like upper middle class women that have a lot of money in general, um, middle, middle-aged women. That's kind of her target market. So I don't really fit into that <laughs> like very much. I was like, I would say one of 20 to 30 guys that were there out of that whole entire crowd of seven or 800. And I learned so much being around them. First of all, I want to say this. I learned that no matter what you're doing in life, you should find a tribe of people, a community of people that have similar goals and are doing similar things. Because the amount of love and joy and connection I felt that week was insane. I actually am making kind of like a new aged Rolodex. If you don't know what a Rolodex is, it's like the old connection book you used to flip through, like the contact book you have on your desk. Um, I'm making one on Excel that is going to have a bunch of names and things in it like that. But I met so many cool people. Listen, I met coaches who coached on decluttering. I met coaches who coached on marriage issues, infidelity, um, infertility, abortion, people have abortions. I met coaches who coached um, other coaches, who coached on business, who had specific programs like the questions coach. There's this lady who literally is the questions coach. Like she teaches coaches how to ask really good questions. How cool is that? Um, But I met so many cool people and I got to be um, surrounded by real life people that were doing the same things as me. And it was just so cool. So here's some of the things I learned being surrounded by life coaches. One, you can actually do it. Nobody is special. Well, we're all special, right? But no one's special or an exception in creating the life that you want. You can have whatever you want in life. I watch coaches from all different walks of life, from all different ages in like locations they lived in and countries and languages and backgrounds walk up on a stage and collect awards for making 6K or $1 million. It was so cool. Listen, the decluttering coach makes a million dollars a year, more than that, a year. Decluttering, y'all. 
is she special? Well, yeah, she is. She's amazing. But is she like unique in that she is the only one that can do it? No, not at all. I was surrounded in a room for three days full of people who were actually achieving their dreams. So I want to say that making meaningful income is available to you as well, if that's what you want. You can have a life that's so big and so amazing. So the next thing I learned is that life and creating the life that you want is all about your emotions. The entire uh, week, the theme of the week was called Feel Harder. And every single speaker who went up, they talked about how they had to create their businesses on a foundation of learning how to feel their emotions, all of them, the good and the bad. There was one speaker who went up and she talked about feeling joy. And what she did was sit on a yoga mat for three to six months every day and deliberately try to bring the, the emotion of joy into her body. She learned how to feel joy. She learned how to enjoy things. So now in her life, in her business, she enjoys every single step of the process and she's not trying to get to anywhere or any result thinking it'll bring her joy because she knows she can have it the entire way through. And it's in being able to create joy the entire way through that allows her to get to the results she wants. I had another coach, my coach, Roberto, that talked all about willingness. Roberto said that willingness is an emotion that's going to allow you to create anything that you want in life. So many of us, were not willing to feel the hard emotions. We spend so much time overeating, avoiding, numbing, hiding. I was hiding. <laughs> I'm a hider, apparently. <laughs> and when we can be willing to go out and experience anything, be willing to experience any emotion, anything, anyone, any networking event, that is how we can build our businesses, how we can actually become the people we want to become. Another coach went up. Her name is Sunny Smith, and she makes, uh, I think her business makes $8 million a year. And she's a doctor who helps doctors bring coaching into their practice. And she said that if coaching was a pill, every single doctor across the entire world would be prescribing it to all of their clients right now, and it would cure all their issues. And what I learned from her is that most people, and I've known this for a long time, and she articulated it very well. She says, most of the issues I treat as a doctor aren't from genetics, aren't from environment. It's from us trying to get out of our emotions. You see, when we try to get out of our emotions, we do things that actually hurt us and create chronic illness create unhappiness, create clinical mental health disorders. And when we're willing to feel all of our emotions, the good, bad, the ugly, all of them, we mitigate so much of the chronic illness and the mental health illness and everything that we create from trying to get out of our emotions is mitigated when we just learn how to feel them. I learned from another coach who was doing nervous system training that Joe Dispenza is right. So it was kind of cool. She went up, you know, I've been talking about Joe Dispenza a lot and this coach went up and she talked about the nervous system and she says, before we can do the thought work, we have to regulate our nervous system. And that's a lot of what Joe Dispenza talks about, right? Sit with the emotion, feel it, let your body get to a calm state and get to the place where we can actually get to the subconscious programming and do the thought work. That was a really cool presentation because I think she's dead on with that. And I'm going to absolutely be doing that in my practice and using that skill set um, for the rest of my career because it's really cool. I think that in my life coach school training was amazing, but they weren't at the place where they were doing so much nervous system training, right? Regulating our emotions so that we can open our mind up to the thought work. It's so cool. I learned from another coach that, well, it's Roberto again. <laughs> I love Roberto. I learned from Roberto that business is all about connection. It's all about building a community, not just building a product or a result, building a community where people feel like they belong and that we can go and just network and networking doesn't have to be weird or gross. You just show up as completely unforgivably yourself and you just talk about things that you want to talk about and people love you for it, no matter who you are. I want to tell you a story before I continue. Uh, the first event I went to was Roberto's and it was great. And this is where I learned the connection. And that was kind of a structured event, right? Where he was talking. But the first non-structured event I went to was by a coach named Corinne Crabtree. And she is a very famous coach. She does weight loss. She's um, the fit and fat lady. Now she has no BS weight loss, no BS business um, courses. And I walked into her event and I was one of the only guys and I completely froze. 
and I ran. I actually, I, to be honest with you, I went to the drink. I bought a drink. I tipped the bartender 10 bucks <laughs> and I, I like shot the shit with him for a minute. And then I shugged the drink and then I ran and I hid in my room. And what I learned is that I was trying to be something I wasn't. My whole life, I have been around people where I've been like trying to be something, you know, and try to, I watch my dad walk into a room and I try to be like him where he just like works the entire room and talks to everyone. And when I try to be like him, I can't be like anybody. And I freeze and I panic and I run. And what's so funny is the moment that I let that down and I said, I'm just going to walk into this next room and just be unforgivably myself. I'm not going to have any agenda. I'm not going to try to show off or be anything. I was able to be just like my dad. (laughs) And I worked the whole damn room being just myself. It was the funniest thing. It's like I was trying to be something I wasn't. I couldn't. In the moment I was trying not to be anything that I wasn't, I was able to be everything I wanted to be. (laughs) It was so cool. The other coach that taught me a lot, her name was Trudy LeBron. And for anyone who doesn't know, Trudy Trudy LeBron is a coach that does DEI training. And I'm going to be honest. So I grew up in an environment in kind of rural Michigan where I was surrounded by right-wing politics. And I have found in my experience that the gay community very often swings heavily left, at least the loud, the loud ones, right? And a lot of the stuff I grew up around was like woke culture, right? Like, oh, it's all woke and everything. And she went on stage and she started doing this DEI presentation. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to like, you know, I'm a, I'm a white male. So I feel like attacked, right? Like, oh, I'm being attacked. And the way that she taught DEI was so inspiring and it was so loving. And you know why I liked it is because she did it from a coach's perspective. There was no judgment. I think a lot of times when we talk about DEI, people feel shame. They feel being judged. And Trudy LeBron is so beautiful when she does this work. And I want to cry because she does it from a coaching perspective where you are worthy, you are whole, nothing's gone wrong. We're not judging anyone for their opinions. We're looking at it with curiosity. And that perspective was allowing me actually to do DEI work from a place where I could actually learn without feeling any kind of shame about who I was as a person. And I felt that a lot from the gay community and you know, me and the gay community traditionally haven't mixed because... I feel like for me, having my opinions, I get judged for them. And it's like, no, Trudy said, you're allowed to have any opinion you want, um, but let me show you how your opinions are affecting people. And let me do it without any shame or judgment. We're doing it with complete compassion, curiosity, just like a coach would. It was so beautiful. So I actually got her book, the anti-racist business book, and I will be making an effort to apply DEI principles into my coaching because I think it's really cool work. And I really do want the world to be more um, equitable. And I actually believe in equality of outcome, not of I'm sorry, I believe in equality of opportunity, not equality of outcome. And what that means is equality of opportunity is everyone should start off on have equal opportunities, right? We should all have the opportunity to be successful. Equality of outcome is saying that everybody should have equal outcomes, which I don't agree with because I think that's not possible. I think that's a fundamentally flawed philosophy, but equality of opportunity, I'm all for. And I think that's exactly what Trudy's saying. And she, you know, she actually goes in and she does DEI emergencies when businesses have like emergencies with her DEI offices or something that like is publicity or PR, she goes in and she helps fix it. And she doesn't do it to fix the DEI problem. She does it to actually make people more compassionate and loving and understanding, which I love. So I'm a huge fan of Trudy. Now, um, her work is not woke. I highly recommend it if you're like trying to look into DEI and you want to be a more fair and loving person on all fronts to all colors and all races and everything that you should look into her work. Cause I think hers is the best perspective I've ever seen to do that work. The next thing that I learned, and I, I've believed this intuitively for a long time, but I really learned it being around these people, is that people just want to help you. There is so much good in the world. Every single coach that I met, I didn't care if they made $5 last year or $5 million, were there to help me, and they would sit down with me, and they would hug me and take time with me, and they would be genuinely interested in what I had to say and what I wanted, and it was so amazing, and I feel so much love. Like, 
I was surrounded. I remember we know one night did karaoke. I'm like, oh my God, it's so this is so my people. We're doing karaoke in the middle of a bar. We're just hanging out drinking and talking about life coaching. Like, what? <laughs> These are my people. And it was just so cool. It was so cool. Surrounded by so many people that were so loving from all over the world. And it was just amazing. I, my heart is so full. So the biggest thing I want to say is like, no matter what you're doing in your life, there are people out there who are also doing it who believe in you, who want the best for you. Find them. Don't hide. I know it can be scary. Listen, I literally had a panic attack. <laughs> I had a panic attack at my first networking event. I get it. It can be scary, right? But when you go into it just being absolutely yourself and knowing that no matter how anybody else responds or acts towards you, it means nothing bad about you, you find that everybody responds well to you. <laughs> and people are so amazing. My heart is so full after this week. I'm on fire. I'm going to be niching into vaping. Um, I actually want to tell you guys something really fast. So the niche that I'm doing is quit vaping. And I decided for this week, I'm going to vape again. It's been two years since I vaped. And the reason I'm doing that is because I really, really want to serve my people. It's not to, to it's for some gimmicky marketing thing. I genuinely want to serve my people. And I find that my thought work is very good, but the emotional work and the urges and the cravings I've been a little bit lacking, I believe in my practice on how to actually help people sit down with urges and understand sometimes because I'm so far removed for two years about it. And I've been vaping for the last two days and it's been absolutely horrendous and I will do it for a week and I'm going to quit, but I've already started coming up with the better options and better programming for what I'm doing. And I, I'm just really excited to do this. So although I'm not going to be doing this podcast into the future, I love it so much. I will be genuinely working on the vaping. And I think that I will have that as a window into the work that I talk about on this podcast. So I know that a lot of us who start businesses and they um, are trying to niche down and things like that. And they're not sure what they want. Like we get scared because we're going to be pigeonholed into one thing. But what I want to offer you is I have an episode on here, by the way, it's called pigeonholed. And what I want to offer you is that you picking one group of people to help. It's not going to stop you from helping people in a meaningful way. It's going to give you a platform to build belonging community for a very specific person so that you can help them very deeply. So don't worry about getting pigeonholed. Um, what I would recommend is that you, you know, if you want to be general for a little bit in your business, whatever you do, or whatever your money is that you're making, be general, right? Learn how to believe in yourself. Learn how to go out there and make mistakes and, and do all the things. But then eventually find out who exactly you want to create belonging for. And then go about making sure that your stuff is so good that you can absolutely create belonging with so much love and that you're always doing it in service of the client or whoever you help. And you're going to have a successful business. What I learned is that the secret sauce to business is not some kind of perfect offer or marketing shit, anything like that. Although this stuff's important, the secret to business is being in full integrity with the people you're helping and being willing to go out and do the hard things in order to help them, being able to make yourself uncomfortable, feel all the emotions in service of them so you can actually create the best form of a business that will help them the most. So I'm really happy I went to this mastermind. It completely changed my life. I'm so excited. Uh, I don't think they're doing it again in person next year, but that might change. I'm really hoping it does. And if it doesn't, that's okay. I'll go on um, and I'll create my own my own little belonging pockets because I know so many people now that I can always reach out to and my heart's very full. So what I learned from being around coaches so much, listen to the podcast again. It was so good. I learned so much. And if you want to look up some people, I'd recommend that you look up Trudy LeBron for DEI work. I would recommend that you look up Sunny Smith if you want to know why life coaching is so important. I think that she's a firm believer of the importance of life coaching, especially as a doctor practitioner. The way that she speaks is amazing. And they're doing clinical trials, by the way. And they're seeing the clinical trials after life coaching are permanent. They're not just like taking a pill and getting some basic results. It's like, no, the, the changes are permanent. So cool. Um, so anyways, have a wonderful day. This is wonderful. Uh, thanks for being here. I really appreciate you coming along on this meaningful income journey with me. I'll still be making meaningful income, by the way. I'm just going to be uh, packaging it in a way that makes sense to a specific kind of person. And I'm going to genuinely, I want to become the best in the world at it. So, so exciting. 
I love you guys so much. You was kind, you was smart, you was important. Have a wonderful day and I'll keep you posted on the whole vaping journey and all that. So talk to you later.